0: Hi. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of The Lion's Den, a Galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community. Now, today we're with the three of us, myself, Samet, and my two American brothers from New York, Emre and Yasin. A bit not too overly excited, and basically, there's a reason for that. And I want to start off by saying apologies. Apologies to you guys, to our fans. Uh, but basically, because we've been gone for such a long time, and there's multiple viewpoints that we've discussed on why that is. But ultimately, personally, I chose for myself, and and yeah, I went selfish. I, I needed some time to mourn everything that happened, and um, yeah, indeed, I'm talking about the earthquakes in Turkey and syria let's also not forget there's also another country that was impacted yeah the past weeks it's been leaving a sour taste in my mouth and uh, well now we're back and is it over now no it's not it's not over but with time it becomes more bearable and therefore i also urge everyone to donate no matter how much it can be one euro to ten euros whatever it'll help because it's gonna last a long time it's not just a week of pain and suffering uh, so that's that's the message i wanted to give guys Emre, uh yasin welcome again to the podcast how are you guys doing doing as good as we
1: possibly can Summit. i mean you kind of just mentioned that uh, it's hard to be excited it's hard to be happy it's hard to be normal um, even though it's been now 20 days since the earthquakes, it's every time somebody says earthquake, every time, you know, you pull up the news, or even if you're trying to stay distracted, and you want to watch something that normally makes you happy, like, you know, something Gossai related, or something else, you know, you're always reminded of what happened. And we're always going to be reminded of what happened for a very long time. So it's just a A very sad feeling, especially when you're not there, right? Like like us. You know, we we live abroad and we have jobs, we have lives outside of the country, and it's hard to really do much when you're so far away. Mm. You can donate, you can volunteer, but it's not the same as being there live and being able to impact somebody's life directly, which all of us I'm sure would want to do in some way, some shape or form, whether that's sitting with the child and making them laugh or taking an old person and helping them move around whatever it is it's a lot of things are out of our reach and it's just a very sad feeling um there's yeah there's i mean we can go on and on and you know it's a tragedy what happened and i just hope and pray that everybody has some sort of shelter some so everybody gets together somehow and they're getting every ounce of help that they can get from the people that are there which it seems like is the case so just, you know mm-hmm. that that's that in, in the meantime you know just a message to everybody you know it's as, as sad as it is to say life goes on and you know this is something that everybody will experience at a low level and a high level in their life some way somehow whether it's directly or indirectly tragedies happen and it takes a while to get over it, but life does move on. And in the process of moving on, it's important not to forget. It's important to remember and always do the best thing that you can do. Everybody's situation is different, whether that's financial or physical ability, but you know, Mm -hmm. just, just do what you can. And some, I mentioned donating. I, I don't like asking anybody to donate ever. Uh, I have people reached out to me saying I'm sorry for what happened, and I have people that have reached out to me and said I'm sorry for what happened. And is there any way that I can help with the donation? Mm-hmm. Is there a charity? And then I and then I share what I know. But you know that that's really it. That's really all I, I can say.
0: Yeah. No. I, I'm I'm I'm exactly the same. But in this case, I, I don't know if it has something to do with me becoming a dad as well, seeing all the images of what happened uh but well this time i said well come on also at my job at my work I said come on we need to send out a message uh, this is what happened and and i don't see any action coming which well honestly i can go on and on and i can talk a lot of things uh be it political be it what i see in the world um but it's unnecessary um i prefer not to speak as my dear friend Mourinho. Uh, would would put it so uh, i just when, want i just want
1: to clarify though because you say it's not necessary i think it is necessary and i know you agree about this too but with for with the platform that we're on and you know our, our objective our goals on the lions then a golf side podcast we have listeners from all around the world with opinions that range from a to z black to white and Our goal is to always remain respectful of people's opinions on whatever subject it is. Outside of Galsai, when it comes to Galsai, we'll argue. Mm -hmm. Samet always jokes around. Emre has his own opinions. Maz, Sali, John, and myself. We'll explain our opinions there. But I hope everybody who's listening understands why we don't want to get into a lot of potential opinions regarding what happened. But we're all on the same page of what did happen it's a tragedy, and we're all mm. doing our best to help. That, that, that's the most important. So I, just, I just wanted to clarify that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure.
1: No, mm. that's good.
0: Emre?
2: Yo, so you guys pretty much, like, said most of what I wanted to say. And uh, like you guys, like you said, Summit, we we're sorry that we couldn't come out. We didn't come out and record an episode you know the news hit us all. You know we struggled with the idea of recording an episode. We thought, how appropriate would it be for us to record during times like that, right? But as as time went on, I'm sure all of you listening, or mo- many of you like us, followed the news, followed all the posts on Reddit, be it Twitter, whatever social media platform you follow, and you see that the people that did get rescued. They all came out, a lot of them came out, you know, celebrating their favorite uh, soccer player, you know, celebration. You see kids coming out doing the Icardi pose, right? <laughs> and it goes to show you how important football is in our lives. When you see these children and young folk doing that, right, coming out, celebrating, they just got saved from a pile of debris. You have kids asking to talk to their favorite footballers. And then as time went on, we, we realized that we can help, in some, even if it's not donating, we can help, whether it's just, what, 30, 40 minutes of just having peace and quiet and just listening to us ramble, just to get away from all the, the pain and suffering, just even if it's for 40 minutes. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, hopefully you guys will forgive us. But we, we, we want to do right by you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you guys pretty much said, like, there's not a lot we can do. We've done the most that we can do. And uh, as far as donation goes, look, a lot of people have already donated food, clothes. I think there's a surplus of that. If there's any of you that are listening can help when it comes to shelter. That's the biggest issue right now that uh, is going on. The affected zone so if there's any way you guys can help with that that'd be great but as far as that goes i think i uh said my piece so far and uh yeah you can start
0: yeah yeah with that said so um well thanks let's let's bring up the vibes a bit um it's not fun always talking about these difficult things and honestly i could not talk about these things uh hence uh, for me i could not record. Uh, Because at that time, the pain was too much. So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone. Uh, Welcome to another episode. So what are we going to speak about? We did not have any games, but there was a lot of news. And uh, to start off with, we signed uh, the player we've been discussing the last episode. Nicolo Zanioli, or is it Zaniolo? Zaniolo. I uh, realized last episode we made a lot of, we butchered a lot of names. I've heard um, Emre speaking of Meltons, uh, myself, Zanioli, uh, and and a few a few more, actually. Uh, apparently, I've been saying Rashitska. No, Rashitsa wrong as well. Uh, what is the correct way, Emre? Rashitsa. Rashitsa. See, see, I've been saying Rashitska all the time. That's not correct. <laughs> um,. But I yeah, like I'm, we I can no like longer make fun apology. of Yasin.
1: Yeah, I feel like you guys owe me an apology.
0: Who, Yasin? I mean, whether, you, whether you're going to do that or not, Summit I think you need to but... apologize to us. You know why? Because you might have brought this virus upon us. <laughs> so, what do you say, Yasin? <laughs> I'm waiting. Nothing. nothing. What do you mean? He prefers not to speak. I just gave you the Uno card, bro.
1: I did. What were we gonna say? Move on. Reverse who, card. Who, who, who, yeah. did, who, who did we sign? You, you butchered it immediately. Niccolo. Nicola Zaniolo. What is, what, what is that? A macarna? A Zanioli?
0: It's like a perfect, <laughs> muscular, beautiful, uh, pristine shape of ravioli. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And what? Zanioli. I've never heard of that. No. Okay. Well, I heard anyway. of cannolis. Never it, Zaniolis. Well, it costs 15 million euros, so you've probably <laughs> never seen it. So. Yeah, I'm too talking Too expensive for my about, taste. Yeah. The, the 19-year-old Zaniolo, we've talked about last episode. Um, 19 years old? What, what? What was he? He's like 23, bro. he's a bad guy. Samet. Wake up, bro. He's been way too long. Was it? Or something like that. Anyway, uh, I'll give you the details. So there's two different types of realities. There is the CAP announcement, Kamoynu Aidenlatma Platforma, which is basically a public announcement that they do. And here we say five seasons long. So for five years, we will pay 3 million euros, totally amounting to 15 million euros. Plus, if we sell Zaniolo, we will give Roma the 20% of the next sales profit, basically. And salary-wise, it's going to be 900k for half a season. And then next four seasons, it's going to be 2.75 million euros. And then a small detail in the cup announcement is also that we will play a friendly game against Roma. And all earnings will go... To the victims of the earthquakes that happened. So that's what sunk up. But then we have Mr. Fabrizio Romano, gave different details. He said 16.5 million euro fee, and there's gonna be 30 million euros in add ons, gonna be a four year contract, and the salary is gonna be 3.5 million euros. And a detail the release clause is gonna be 35 million euros. So, I usually like to, well, in this case, I like to look at the cup. Mm -hmm. And that means basically uh, if the rumors are true and the rumors are that Nicolo is just here to show himself and then sell himself off to AC Milan because, well, um, Roma couldn't sell to any other Italian club directly uh, because of his contract or something like that. So we're going to act like a bridge is what I understand. And before any add-ons can be even activated, we will basically sell him for the release clause of 35 million euro to AC Milan. And that would mean a net profit of 20 million euro, of which 20%, 4 million euro, would go to Roma. So a clean 16 million euro we could potentially get from Nicolo. Is what's going around, is what's being spoken of, and well do i believe it (laughs) i don't know honestly we haven't been able to sell i don't know for how many years we're not good salesmen um yeah what do you guys think
1: i think to start off what a transfer i mean yeah this this kid you know we i think we previously talked about it when it was first rumored but he's for a long time been rumored to be Italy's next big thing. Um, If he were to, of course, live up to his potential, he's still 23, so there is time. But when you think about his strength, his height, his speed, his touch, his dribbling ability... I don't know, he hasn't touched me yet, so... So, man, why? Why do you need to say these things? (laughs) Well,
0: apparently he touched
1: you, so... No, I didn't say that. Um... When you think about all this and his age, it's exciting. You, we haven't seen such a transfer in the Turkish League in a long time, if not ever. I, I haven't been watching the Turkish League for 30, 40 years like some other people, like some at the Dinosaur. But I've never seen anything like that far, as far as I've been watching. I've never heard of it either. The potential... Of the sale is incredible. And with that said, I want to add on to say I actually don't care how much profit we make from this kid so long we don't lose money on him. The reason why I say that is because he costs us 15 to 16 and a half million at base, right? Depending mm. on the source you look at. If we sell for at least that much, that means at minimum, he's a 15 million euro player. How many players like that are in this league? Not many. And if we can get 15 million value of a performance from him for the next six months, a year and a half, two and a half years, that's all we need. That, like, that, that itself will pay dividends for us. That, that's going to be championship, That's going to be European League, whether that's Champions League, Europa League, Conference League. And I'm going to keep going. That's going to be making the players around him better, just the way that Icardi does, just the way that Mertens does, just the way that Sergio does. Adding on to that, that's going to bring eyes of European scouts and teams to Galatasaray. They're going to say, wow, Zaniolo's at Galatasaray. Wow, like he has a 35 million clause. Okay, we don't necessarily have to buy his clause. Maybe Gossai will accept thirty-five. Maybe they will. Maybe they accept thirty. Maybe twenty-five. Let's keep an eye on him to see how he does because he does have that potential. And when they're watching Zaniola, Galsai, they're gonna see Ketem, they're gonna see Nelson, they're gonna see Sacha Bowie, they're gonna see whoever else we have on this team. Mm-hmm. And they might say, "I want to buy Zaniolo," and hey, I want to buy Sacha too. Or they might say, "You know what, Zaniolo is nice, but." You know he, this, this, that. I'm not interested. It's Sasha, Sacha Sasha, what? Sasha? Sasha? Oh, yeah. What? What did I say? Sasha.
0: That's Saracha or Sasha. Sasha.
2: <laughs> We're not even 20 minutes in.
0: Yeah, ah, come yes, on, since awesome.
1: already. Jeez, that's okay. I gotta, I gotta make sure that I do my thing consistently. Anyways, <laughs> that like, there's a lot of plus side to it, but the negative, which you know, we we can't just turn a blind eye to is the fact that the reason why he's here today is because of the fursat side of things. What does that mean? It's an opportunity that doesn't come around often. And the reason why that opportunity is here is because, unfortunately, the kid tore his ACL or meniscus, whatever it is, on both knees mm-hmm. in, a, in a span of, I think, two, two and a half years. And he's labeled as depressed at Roma, and then you know that that could be more of a burnout, you know, let, let
0: we, burn we out that could, could last, be uh, episodes, burnouts, plus wanna, he refused Bournemouth. Um, it could be a and, lot of things, and it the was, win, and yeah. the yeah, well, and the transfer window was still open in Turkey, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he wanted out basically, and there was a yeah. lot of feud between him and the club, and the coach, and the fans. And it's one of those situations where you just want to get out, and I think we've all been there some way, somehow. Whether that's work or school or class or relationships, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Everybody's experiencing that same right way, now. somehow. Yeah, they want me um, out of the podcast, guys, but you know. <laughs> what can you do? So there's a lot of great things, and um I'm curious what Emma thinks about it too. Yeah, not curious well, about me.
2: Well, yeah, no one is curious about you, Summit. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um <laughs> Like again, you said most of what I wanted to say, but uh it's a special. Special transfer, what is it, 15 million euros, I think is a bargain because considering we paid for Bruma, it was 13 million euros if I remember correctly, and Bruma was just a slight prospect just coming from Portugal to Turkey. And here you have Italy's most renowned youth prospect that Mancini called up to the national team without even seeing him play many games. That's how confident he was in this player to just straight up call him. His first game at Roma was against Real Madrid, bro, in the Champions League. And he was doing good, right? Mm -hmm. And how insane is it? This kid's six foot three and he can dribble and and he's like fast as hell for someone at his height that you don't expect him to be that quick. It's actually unbelievable. His physique is, is, is top notch. And yes, he tore both ACLs, but apparently that is subject to happen when one player towards one side, most often than not, they, they toward the other side. Like statistically it does happen a lot. Um, but again, I, I, I really hope that we do happen to get some sort of profit off of this kid. Cause let's be real. The lira is not great. And back when we got Bruma, the lira is nowhere near where it is now. It's way better. It was better then. So I, I am concerned, but then again, we have, a board that's just doing phenomenal work right now, and I can't complain. Like, if it was another board, I would be, I would be really concerned. But right now, my head is fine. And I, I just want to sit back and watch this basically the Italian front three that we got, you know. Thanks to what's his name? George Gardi. Wow, this they gotta make him our sportive director or something. He's pulling mm-hmm. in all the big names. Mm. Torera. Mertens, Icardi, Zaniolo. You know a like, fun fact, Emre,
0: about George Jardi? I was checking What's his that? agency website uh, and like, just to find out more about him after our last episode, where I called him George Barty. Um, mm-hmm. But, you go on our team, and the guy has such big balls, he, he, he's the only one listed. It's like, <laughs> our team is just me, baby. You don't need anyone else. Okay.
2: I mean, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm fine with them, Dude, he's pulling in all the big names. And for cheap, dude, we got Icardi for free. Torreira mm. for six million. We became like a basically Italian um, league rehabilitation team at this point. I'm Everyone that has my, some uh, sort of interest. Let me just finish. Like,
0: like how, let me just finish. How realistic, okay, like, How much do you believe that all these numbers are real though? Like Fabrizio is saying one thing. Cup is saying another thing. And who I knows? knows? Who would knows I believe how much? I don't, I, believe? I, don't,
1: I, don't, I don't believe cup. I, you don't believe cup? cup. Not not completely because we've seen many cases. I mean, I don't have an example like the release right clause is not mind. even
0: in there. Like
1: I th- I think cup a lot of the times doesn't include bonuses and things no. like that. I I think you don't it, have to like announce that stuff in cup. I know, but like even add-ons. I think uh, so. Fabrizio, obviously, everybody knows. You know, he's. He's the number one source uh, in terms of yeah. world football, right? But he's wrong about the base feed then. He says
0: 16.5. Listen,
1: yeah, it could be. And I'm not going to say he's always 100% accurate, but then there's also Di Marzio, who is also a very good journalist uh, yeah. in world football, especially Italy. And the reason why I emphasize Italy, and they're both Italians, is because we've bought an Italian player from an Italian team in Italy. Like it's... They're they're gonna if anybody's gonna know they're gonna know is
0: the way I look at it. Number one, uh, they don't know and how b- big of a massive uh, <laughs> <laughs> cock. adam Baba ass, bro. He must have like and, re- decreased that fee or something last minute. And the you can't why lie about this stuff,
1: though. I see. I don't think they're lying. I think it's just not knowing this extent. The extent of the truth you need to share on Cup is the way that I've understood it over the last few. Seasons of following every single journalist, tier one, two, three, and cup to detail. Like I, I tracked, you guys know, we all track this stuff very closely. It just doesn't make sense what I see on cup. And this this applies to our opponents too Beşiktaş and Fenerbahce and Trabzon. What they release on cup is also not consistent with what tier one sources say beforehand. So I don't exactly trust cup. And then DiMarzio, Di the other guy that I said is really good. He said those 13 million in add-ons, I don't know if he said 13 exactly the way Fabrizio did, but he said half of them are very difficult to reach. Mm-hmm. The other half is easier to reach. Okay. Um, but again, like I don't think we should really care or spend a lot of time yeah. on the small details of how much it's going to cost. I think instead, you know, we should talk about what Emre started to talk about, which is the board and what they're doing, like the vision. Before Summit that- just cut me off. Oh, All right, I did just I, cut you off. Did, oh, wait, you didn't finish yet, did you?
2: I didn't because Ahmed didn't let me finish. Go ahead. That, hey, i in his tinfoil mean. hat. No, go <laughs> ahead.
0: How, how does Yasin I know what you're going to talk about? Though? I was like, wait, are, you, are you, you want, should I go or are you going to go? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm pretty much. No, shut up, Yasin. Yassin. <laughs> go. I'm sorry. I cut you off.
1: <laughs>
2: I, now I've lost my train of thought. No, I forgot what come I was going <laughs> to say.
0: Good job. <laughs> okay. What
2: did I say? I was saying that. Our board is doing a good job and our team basically became like a rehabil- rehabilitation team for the Italian league, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, like we're doing great. I don't know. I like what we're doing. I hope we continue it. That's all I wanted. I guess that's all I can say at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And just to continue off of that, I think the vision that this board has presented to fans is just like another level that, we, that we're used to. I mean, do you remember how many presidents we've had after Unal ISIL? And how many times we would look back to Unal Aysel and say, that man had vision. He brought Schneider, he brought Drogba, he brought all these players. We won the league. We marketed ourselves really well to the rest of the world in terms of football and the Champions League success that we had. It was a different level under Unal and We've always kind of craved that after him. We've always looked back and said, Maybe we should bring him back. Maybe he should come back again, blah, blah, blah, blah, blah, right? Yeah, but there's there's also
0: the point of, like, the other side of the coin is they fucked us over and, like, financially, and that's also why we were under financial fair play rulings the past what five years i
2: saw got carried away let's just be real like after he sacked Bart and he's like i know best i know what i want to do with this team he kind of had like a i i'm doing everything i am the boss here no one can tell me otherwise and he just did what he wanted to do and just carte blanched for mancini and he brought everybody that he wanted and then that's it that's how we got into financial fair play
0: well, it was yeah. Dursun Özbek, yeah? This one not helping as well.
2: That's another, but like people said that yeah. a lot of the issues that came during Dursun Uzbek is because of issues from <laughs> ISIL's uh, period. Yeah.
1: And also they, they they say, you know, like the sources that are close to the board and know people like Rodop and Qadir, even though I don't love them as very reputable transfer news nowadays, I still do believe that they're close, they have close ties to what's going on in the background and what they said was, Dursun's first dönem, his first you know period with us, he didn't have the best people by his side to guide him and mm-hmm. kind of you know, help him out. Now, there's a clear difference, and that is Aden Tumur. Mm-hmm. I think he is the engine to what we're seeing since the beginning of this season. I think he is the one with the vision. I think he is the one that is thinking three, four, five steps ahead. If you if you haven't already I recommend to all Galsai fans if you have the time listen to this man talk like every time he every time he talks whether it's for 20 minutes, 30 minutes or 5 minutes listen to him talk listen to what he says listen think between the lines of what he's saying his vision is incredible he's a self-made millionaire to begin with I mean if that doesn't tell you about he's close to a billionaire that- now yeah, I, I don't even know. I, I don't, maybe actually you might be right. I said million to be safe, but I think it is way more than that for sure. But one of the things that I always think about what he said, I think during the summer, was when you talk to people, you can't assume that they're stupid. You have to assume that they're smarter than you. When you talk to somebody, you have to assume that they're smarter than you. And when you do this, if you're able to continuously do this on a consistent basis, you will always. Try to do what's right, and you always try to, you know, out—not you know, outsmart them, but you—you can You will always stay cautious of what you're trying to do. You won't slip. Is kind of the message that I got, mm-hmm. and we've seen that in our transfer uh, history too since we started. Is that we've how you treat me with, as well, Yasin? Oh, you're you're a different gravy, bro. You're a different <laughs> level. You're, if if if you were Durson's right hand man, we would be. In champions League next season we would have messi oh, ronaldo oh my god that, that's different bro but that's
0: i don't right. know man just exactly, stay on the line, stand. Stand.
1: Say. We, we we need you here bro okay sure. but um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> um Yasin, if i may
2: add to your yeah. convo- like point aden Timur is a different character man this man is doing both stuff for the club and for the earthquake um, situation. He thought ahead so in advance that he mm-hmm. went and um, got depots where he can like storage warehouses where he can store, you know, all these things that are being donated. And uh, like afterwards, government officials and came and asked him if they can take it. Like Afad, right? Afad was asking, "Oh, can we use your your stations?" That's how in advance this man thinks. Kudos to the guy, but
1: please go ahead. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'd i love to give examples of what I'm talking about, too, so that we can, I guess, slowly move on to the rest of the news while staying on the topic of Adam Tumor, if it's okay with you guys. Just the players that we've been rumored, not just in the summer, but now, too. I mean, I, I don't remember every single one of their names, but it's to to make the point is we're rumored with so many players mm-hmm. at any given time it's like if, if you listen to any tier one or tier two source consistently, these guys must be like in some, they, they must feel like they're in a puzzle of some sort that they just can't get out because every turn, left or right, they, they see something new. They, there's always new news coming out. Oh, you know, Emra, 19 uh, year old Emra here, 19 year old Samat there, 19 year old John over there that plays midfield. I mean, we've been rumored with like at least four. 19-year-old number 10 playmakers and he wants to bring him if not now in the summer like he's thinking in advance and I think Rodop and all, all those guys are also saying that he's trying to build a team for the future he, like his, his scouts even though even if we don't bring anybody now scouts are already creating a very long list of players that we can potentially bring in the summer like right away like he, they don't wanna waste time, they don't wanna wait till the last five or ten days of the transfer window, like we've always done in the past. I get it sometimes you have to for full set transfers, but if you have the money, they wanna be ready to go then and there. And they're prepping for champions league. That's like what the, I heard. That that's that's what it is, man. Like their their goal is not okay, we're gonna win the league. That's it. We're gonna be Turkish League champions, we're gonna win the Turkish Cup, we're gonna win the Turkish Super Cup, we're gonna be the best team here. They're goal is beyond that because that that's the root of Galside too. You know, we talked about it on the podcast a million times. This this this club was founded on the premises of not just being very good in this league, but also being able to beat teams outside of the Turkish League, European teams, right? So Mm -hmm. I I have nothing but respect and they're spending big money, which a lot of people are like, how the hell are we doing this? But if you start to put two and two together and you you look at our squad and the you know, the rumored uh, offers that we have and you know, if you're unbiased and you look at some of our players and their values, they're not small numbers. I mean, if you just look at Sacha Bowie, if you look at Nelson, right there you have at least thirty mil of potential sales. It's also the
0: installments mil. we're paying. Yeah, huh? it's like all of our players, like they're all like Yusuf Demir, six million, it's like spread over four installments. Um, yeah, Sanioli, the, yeah. Saniolo, <laughs> five <laughs> five installments. Uh, that's like three million a season. So uh, yeah, yeah, this that's way. a good point.
1: That helps with FFP. I mean, just look at Chelsea, mm-hmm. right? They're they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars, and people are like, "How the hell are they doing this? Like, aren't they breaking FFP?" No, they're they're giving eight year contracts to these players, oh, yeah. and and they're spreading their payments over close to 10 years. And they are I guess in, in theory, they're avoiding certain, breaking certain limits. And that, that's what we're doing this way, just the way you mentioned it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're paying 15 million in, in, in theory, you know, at, at face value, that's a lot. And then you're like, wait a second, this is over five seasons, that's 3 million a year. That's less than one Mototan. <laughs> that's exactly the player <laughs> right? I was thinking. And, yeah. and speaking of Mototan- He's doing I good. I just mentioned, Sa- he's doing good. Mohammed's doing good. These guys, yeah, Mustafa's doing good. These guys have at least, I think in total, their release clauses are like 11 to 12 million, something like that. I think Murutan
0: under Buruk, um, he could have been a great substitute for Mertens, probably already five goals substituting him in, assisting. Probably.
2: Yeah. Same probably. with Mustafa. I think Mustafa would have done way better under, <laughs> I under this Mustafa team. Mustafa
1: though? I, I love Mustafa. I think he has though, I
2: think. talent. I think he has talent, but it's I don't know.
0: Mm. But um, We didn't only transfer Zaniolo This window And speaking of the window The transfer window normally would have ended On 18th of February And what happened was uh, It got extended To 5th of March
2: Got extended twice not Yeah, yeah just the, the first extension
0: the- was to 18th, 18th of February And the second is now to 5th of March uh, So yeah yeah, and just to add on to that, because I think it leads to our next
1: transfer. Not only did they extend it twice, and the second time now to March 5th, they also allowed all Super league teams to transfer a player from either Hatayspor or Gaziantep, which are both clubs mm-hmm. of the cities affected. And as the ninth... Foreign player. as a ninth as a ninth foreigner. So obviously the current rule is eight plus three. Eight foreigners are allowed maximum at one time, and you need to have three Turks. Mm-hmm. Instead, they changed it to nine plus nine plus two, as you m- just mentioned. So if we bring a foreign player from either of these teams, they have the ability to play as an additional foreigner. So now we only have to field two Turks if we want to. Yeah, and that that obviously brought a, another set opportunity to a lot of teams example, Trabzonspor brought Marković from Gaziantep. Marković is a pretty good player and they were able to bring him. And not only are you able to bring these players, Ali Coach announced on behalf of Kulüplebirli, which is the organization of all Turkish League teams, that salaries of all of these players on these teams that I just mentioned before are paid by Kulüplebirli. Mm -hmm. So Trabzonspor, again, Going with the example I mentioned, Markovic that they brought over, his salary is being paid by all teams. I don't know what the allocation is, probably by revenue, mm-hmm. but Trabzant Sports not paying anything extra, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And with that said, Summit, you were going to mention our next transfer, which is related to what
0: I just said. I don't know. What's his name? I knew you were going to do this.
2: <laughs> Yo, I, got you. I got you, Yasin. His name is Please. Samuel Adekugbe loan to the end of the season 0% no 0 loan fee if i remember correctly yeah we've yeah. got an option to buy for 1 million euros mm-hmm. so it's a it's a good transfer if you ask me um it's canadian left back he's he's canadian uh yeah was john wasn't really excited about this one he yeah, said he's not the greatest son, uh but he's better than nothing look we've been struggling all season to find room for you know our foreign players who plays what where plays who, right? And so we finally got this guy. I think. Uh, I, I still think don't
0: get the the the urge to fill that left back position so hard. Like Emre Tashdemir, Kazimjan Dubois.
2: bro you're going to have we one have position played. at
0: least one. Yeah, we've played with like just Sabri on left back even some seasons. Like I don't get it anyway sam I, ade I, kugbe I canadian uh he counts as a turk great it's fine
1: i i think i mean just i think you brought up a good discussion point and i disagree with you i think this is a very ideal opportunity for us i mean before him who were we after we were after uh, yeah, from mm-hmm. and, the, and the reason why yeah. we <laughs> And the reason why we wanted him was because he was a Turk, number one. And number two, he was a left back. And number three is because he was gonna be a short-term solution. Probably a year, two years, max, Mm -hmm. two and a half years. And the reason why he was gonna be a short-term solution was because we have a seemingly promising left back of Kazimjan, 19 years old, also Turkish, up and coming. Like he he's put in Decent performances so far. Have they been excellent? No. Have they been bad? Absolutely not. But th- they've been okay. But he's also just returning from injury. And his alternative was Ermitas who has been... Eh, he's had decent performances when he's not injured. But he's also had performances where he got absolutely shredded on the left side. I, I forget who that was against. But there was one game where we got destroyed on the left side. Like two or three times when he was mm. playing there. And that's just too risky like you can't afford to do that and as I just mentioned this 9 plus 2 ruling for the rest of the season has brought an awesome opportunity for a lot of teams and these players and especially us now we're bringing Sam Adekugbe I totally messed that up <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I, did, I did it for you know for Samet Adekugbe Adekugbe is it Adekubay? G silent Kukubay.
2: Ade Kugbe. Adek- G's Adekukbe? not silent. Ade Kugbe. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, there you go. Sam, it's weird. It feels weird saying Sam. But um, yeah, we brought in this guy, Sam, and he's he's not terrible, right? He's he's not gonna be worse than Emma Tashtamina. He might not be better than Leo Dubois, but Leo Dubois, as you mentioned, so, I mean, might be good, but he's a foreigner. And we just bought in Zaniolo. We have Icarus. He's only a He's on- yeah, yeah, he's here for six months. We don't have to buy right. him. Right, Summit no, is, no. is
2: expecting like Roberto Carlos level players in our team. Like, bro, you're going to have one position that's going to be eh.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm, our I'm, team. No, it's like I'm not even. I'm I'm just saying it's it's not super necessary. I get the the transfer, but just just saying we're pretty stacked in general. We have other right, and he's
2: out. only to alone. We'll find someone better at mm-hmm. the end of the season. I think we're we're pretty good.
0: Right now, think, as a team, yeah. like
2: we're complete. I feel like we're complete so far,
0: and, and anything else is just guy. cherry on top. I've seen some interviews. He, he's generally like, he's just he's a great, he's, Yeah, he's Exactly. Yeah. Simple as that. He's from Hatay Sport. Remember, he has actually, uh, yeah, well, lost friends and family as well. Uh, of yeah. which one is Christian Atsu. May he rest in peace. Um, rest in peace. Exactly. So. We will see how he does. Yeah. And I and
1: yeah, it's. I think it's even a better opportunity and transfer than ur would have been. Or very, you know, the other guy, I forget his name now, from um, Akisar or something like that. That one. Other left back, Veli? Or what Gurai? was it? Gurai Vural. Gurai Vural, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know where I just came up. With. He's yeah. in Antalya, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's a better opportunity than any of those guys just because he can play as a Turk yeah. and it's only six months. So hopefully it works out. Uh, he seems like a nice guy, as you said. Um, he's mm-hmm. definitely going to come in humbled and he's going to be here to prove something. This is a great opportunity for him. I'm pretty sure this is the biggest club that he's ever played for. Um, so let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, so those I are think the anybody only- that joins this team is going to kind of step it up because of yeah. the people that they
0: are playing around. So. Those were the only official transfers we made so far, right? And uh, a shit ton of rumors, honestly. Zakarian from Dynamo Moscow. Di Maria. Uh, Diabala. Zibala. Diabala. Urchiv Chiavis is done. And there was the Wonder Kid from Young Boys I also saw.
2: There's um, multiple young ones. Yeah, there's, there's that's, so many. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. There was one from uh, Greece too.
1: Mm-hmm. Apparently he's really good. Um, yeah so yeah, this uh, is, this is lot.
0: lots of activity uh um, we, we should just Sanchez. get Ardeguler,
1: honestly if we, if we want a young number oh 10 God. why don't we just
0: get out the <laughs>
2: unbelievable
0: uh, i'm gonna kick him right now hold on
2: restrain yourself for one episode Yasin, please i
0: had to bro i had to and
1: but you know what's crazy done. a lot of these names I'm, I'm, i would never I expect
2: i would never expect us to like you know transfer these names but as of late i can like I can see ball come to this team. Like I, like before, I would be like, there's no way this guy's coming. Never in a million years. But now, I can see that happening. Very like unlikely scenario, but not impossible. I, I don't miss the days where we used to pay $13 million. What is
0: What was it? For Jugnet? I like, I like where we're at, boys. There was a reason for Jugnet. Don't, don't act like you don't know. But yeah, it was a lot.
2: I know there's a reason, but it was still like, look. You left the whole you had a whole month to make a transfer in the striker position you you left it till the last day that's on you i'm sorry like criticism where criticism is due
0: yeah well let's not go back there Aslan Yasin you're back Yeah do you guys hear me Yeah yeah yeah I, I kicked okay.
1: you I, oh oh you kicked me I thought I had a technical glitch <laughs> <laughs> No no I just moved you uh,
0: to a different room <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the the other news that we have is Ardo Turan, coach of under twenty one. What do you guys think about that? That's ridiculous. I have to say, good or bad? Up. What do you mean? It's bad, it's bad like, bro. What
1: what what experience does he have? Like uh, that's what I was gonna say. Please tell me why he deserves such a role. Like. And I say such a role, like, don't come back to me and say, this is not a spread league team. It's not a professional football team. Like, it's U21. This is the future of our Turkish national football team. Where some people might argue we're hopeless, no matter who's in charge. But there are some very promising players in that U21 team that could, half of them could be in Europe in five, six years if they want. That's how promising they are, and you. And I'm you missing John on?
0: in this discussion, Coach
1: John. Coach John will tell you the same thing. I promise you, he'll be like, "What experience does he have?" I mean, Coach it, John will tell alone. you, "I'll be a Arda, better coach than Ardutun.
0: Arda." Yes, <laughs> He's not alone. Like he has Hakan Balta with him, Barış Özbek, Hakan Ünsal, İbrahim Toroman, Uru Injaman. That's gonna be his staff. Bro, so,
2: Hakan Balta went and got his coaching license. What did Arda do? He has nothing under his belt except being an Adam. That's all he so knows. So you can right? argue, shouldn't
0: Hakan be in
1: that position? Why is Arda? Maybe, he maybe sh- sh- Arda he should be Arda in the position.
0: What? I don't know. I don't even understand. Hakan
1: shouldn't be there. Even Hakan shouldn't be there. How long has he been coaching our youth team? Like a year? Well, maybe I'm no, saying he it'll... has more of and a, of a we, reason to be there. For, also, Hakan Arda, Hakan for sure Balta but came one. to
0: our youth team was also controversial. A good running youth team uh of which I forgot yeah. the coach's name was just like yeah. pushed away because Hakan came in. Yeah. So it's Turkey man. It's gonna stay Turkey. That's that's that's that's the reason. That's unfortunate, but it's just gonna be cousins and nephews, you know, in position. That's the whole problem with this country. But uh I don't know it's
1: it's it's sad also because I'm I was kind of hopeful for Hamid Altuntop. Nah he's what he
0: completely pulled into that culture yeah as
1: well. I, again I'm not sure if
0: it's completely him
1: it's I don't think anything is ever completely one person when there's an organization involved who was the but, old
0: U21 coach what was his name you probably oh, know oh that
1: him. that fraud I forget his name um <laughs> But he was terrible, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. But (laughs) That
1: that, that guy was was there way longer than he should have been. And the way that he was kicked, is that what you're going to say?
0: Yeah, exactly. Tolonoy Kafkas? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just shows how Hamid is now. And he's part of the Turkish problem. Basically, he called Tolonoy Kafkas and said, Yeah, uh, we don't like uh, you, so uh, it's the end of your job. And that's it.
1: Like yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it, I forget what it was, but Hamid Altentop spoke after a certain game. I think it was a national team, like after we lost a couple games or after we got kicked out or something. They were heavily, heavily criticizing Kunz and the team and Hamid, and Hamid just like backlashed against everybody. You guys remember that? Yeah, you remember something like that. I, I think it was like I think it was on August or something. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was so mad, and he was like. Slamming the how table and everything. Or
0: something like that.
1: Yeah. And he was like, bro, everybody was like, chill, dude. Who the hell are you to tell people that care about their team and their country's success how they should feel? I, I forget the details of it, but I remember that situation. He lost a lot of respect from fans, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a point. He's He's not really... Making a good argument for himself, I guess.
0: I mean, you're going to adjust to where you live a bit, right? I think that's what he did.
2: <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know. Just because he was like German raised, he feels like he's above everybody or something. I don't know. That's the vibe I got from him. It's how I feel being Dutch raised.
0: Do you now? Oh, he's got a point is what I'm saying. Nah. Nah, jokes aside. Um... Yeah, I I have no opinion. We have to see with Arda Turan as coach, honestly. It's uh I have
2: very little hope. No expectations really.
0: I'm trying but to stay positive, to yeah. But good luck to him, know. Mm-hmm. Um guys, there's something I forgot to remember uh, to discuss honestly. Did did we discuss about why Zakarian deal didn't happen? Oh, there's a bunch of reasons. Bunch yeah. Most important one is Turkish people are idiots. That's the biggest one. Hey, hey, hey, hey! Chill, chill. Like uh, a big percentage of our listeners are Turkish. Yeah,
2: but our listeners are smart people. Okay. Oh, okay. Our our <laughs> our listeners don't go on Instagram and curse at other people's grandmothers. I don't know. You our know?
0: listeners go to uh, Ali Samiyan with anchovies in their pockets.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, no. Uh, crickets. Oh, Emre? You, well, I mean, when you make jokes like that, Emre just is left speechless, bro. He doesn't know what to say. I, I yawn a little bit. <laughs> you, you what? You okay. Bro, same. Sometimes someone just cuts me off and I'm like, how do I even continue after this? <laughs> <laughs> like, where do I go from here?
0: Just um, take, do take I just stop Zachary speaking? Just, uh, just in short, tell, tell us what, what's wrong.
2: No, dude, basically, a lot of the fans don't want him because, A, he's Armenian-based, right? Like, he has Armenian blood. Mm, yeah,
0: but even though he
2: are. chose chose to play for the Russian team, which he got a lot of criticism from the Armenian people for, and, and that's one reason his parents aren't really, like, looking forward to coming to Turkey because they're Armenian and how a lot of Turks feel about Armenians. You can see, by the way, a lot of fans... Beat our fans or other fans, going on Twitter, not Twitter, sorry, Instagram, and cursing at the kid to the point where he just closed off his Instagram. That's how bad it got. So I don't see this ever being um, completed. It, at one point, it seemed like it was going to go through, but it didn't happen. And these two factors kind of seem like... He wants to leave. Why is that? Because, well, Chelsea apparently wanted to buy Zakarian, but right now, Premier League has this restriction where they cannot buy... Players from Russia. So our our board is like, huh? Let's be the middleman. Let's buy Zakarian and sell him straight to Chelsea. Win win situation for both sides. But now it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, and that's the gist of the whole uh, situation. I don't know what you guys think of it. I, I would like to see maybe if he came and stayed. He's apparently
0: a really good player. That's yeah, what I heard about him. Saying he's a wonder kid, but another fifteen million or something, thirteen million for him. But uh, we'll see.
1: I mean, I, I like the idea of it again, respect to uh Tursun and Adentum for thinking the way that they are, even though it's a lot of money and that we're gonna get potentially a lot more money back, and he has a quality to make an impact as a nineteen year old immediately, it seems like. But I also understand his family and where they're coming from. I just looked it up, you know, so his his parents are both Armenian. And they actually were forced, well, they weren't forced, but they left Armenia to Russia after this war. It's called Nagorno-Karabakh War. And that was between <laughs> Azerbaijan and, I guess, Armenia. And Turkey, obviously, was supporting Azerbaijan in this. So, you know, and, and it's generally like any any Armenian background will tell you this. But specifically, mm-hmm. his parents are tied to it, like directly and I, I understand like his grandma's making posts on instagram respect to her like how many people's grandmas even have instagram nowadays but <laughs> his grandma like shared uh, fabrizio's uh yeah, post denial. about yeah. denial so i guess she's like yeah like in case you don't believe him here i am reposting it yeah. so if, if his family truly feels against it then it's good it's gotta, good that it you got to respect happen. that in my hey, opinion hey listen i i i don't think it's I don't think it's out the boat yet. I I think I don't want you trying. I ask So apparently the kid doesn't mind. First of all, yeah, but the the problem is
0: he comes to Turkey. He if he does well, perfect. Everyone's gonna love him. If the moment he does bad, that's gonna open up fucking storms, bro. And it's gonna be the fans are gonna go out and and basically with pitchforks online outside to his family and it's just not going to end well. So
2: you already I, see it happen right now. Exactly,
0: exactly. So just yeah, let's focus on other wonder kids we're after, I guess. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah, speaking of wonder kids, your boy, your his boy Yasin, Yusuf Demir, and there's been a few rumors uh, about him heading to Kasem Pasha Go to Baba uh, for the remainder of the season. And to counter that, there's been statements about that that's not possible because he came from Rapid, um, yeah, Rapid whatever club. Rapid vein. Exactly. And that's, well, including the Super League. That's two times uh, top league. And he cannot transfer for a third time to a top tier league. So there's been other rumors that he would then go on loan to Ayubspor, which is on TFF First League, which is a possibility. Uh, but we saw we saw him at camp in Alanya, I think, or Antalya. Um, so we don't know what's happening over there. He's healthy. He's working. He's not injured. We see him training, uh, but for some very strange reason, the two. Unannounced surprise friendlies we had during camp versus Genshliberli and Pendixpor. In both rosters, he was not there. And for the record, we played 2-2 against Genshliberli and 3-1 against Pendixpor. Um, Important note to say is against Pendixpor, we tried out Yunus as a number 10. I love Yunus. And we tried Matias Ross as a right back, so some interesting experiments being tried out by Okanburk in the friendlies again. Um, yeah, and we have. A I want to note today. Or I wanted a to note against Alanya Sport. Alanya, as well, yeah, as a friendly. Go ahead, Emre. What do you want? The friendlies
2: note? that you mentioned. I said I wanted a note or that you didn't note that both of these friendlies happened at the same day. Yeah. Back-to-back. Oh, yeah. back. wow. Yes. I was going to say, that's how um, deep our squad is, where you can put two XIs and play two different friendlies in the same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yusuf Demit, bro. For the, what, past two, three months, all I heard about this kid was that he's injured, injured, injured. Some yeah, sort of Yashin issue.
0: is awfully quiet. And I
2: don't know. I think he... Um, the, the transfer there was kind of an l so far, you know I don't want to speak too quick or soon, but we'll yeah. see hopefully Joke, jokes he, uh,
0: aside, he's young you know he still has a lot of yeah years exactly to go, so. that's why like it's, it's fine. And, and like like you
2: guys mentioned earlier, his ex- payment is going to be an in installment, so it's not a huge issue yeah well, I don't understand what this kid's deal is I really don't
0: well i I tweeted uh, to him, I said, stay humble, work hard um you're a kid you're a adultsized child now, so I hope you got the message.
2: Let's see.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Yasin wants to have nothing Yassin, uh, to do with this. <laughs> yeah, he
2: prefers to be quiet. Yeah, not I to d- speak.
1: I, I didn't. I didn't want to cut off summit when he's talking. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what what else is there to say? It's, you guys. I I again, I don't want to repeat myself a hundred times. I don't want to assume anything. He has a three or four year contract. He's nineteen years old. And he's been injured on and off. I'm going to believe that if the club is telling me he's injured, I'm going to believe that. Mm-hmm. And if a 19-year-old kid who's coming to the league for the first time is injured on and off many times, who is he going to cut from this team and take minutes from that quick after returning you from injury? you think he'll play so.
0: against Alanya tomorrow?
1: I don't know. We'll see. And also, like, do we know who subbed in and who subbed out during these friendlies? Do we, do we assume that every single one of these guys who started each game played 90 minutes? I can I mean, confirm
0: the second game roster because I saw it on uh, on Instagram. Someone was recording it. And why Yusuf wasn't there at all? No. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I saw that. Yunus as playing at 10. That was so nice. See? Anyway. <laughs>
2: We oh. might need that yeah, because yeah. Mertens apparently has a small injury, and uh, yeah, we might not see him for the Custom Pusher game.
0: Yeah, apparently for a week now, um, nothing too serious, but a small injury that he's had in Florida and since last Friday, and now yeah, he's doing fine, and hence that they're saying Zaniola will play instead of Mertens on ten. So we'll see what. Will be the roster I, guess. I don't know how
2: that will work out. I don't know if he's ever played that. I know he played like yeah, a yeah, he sh- did. makeshift striker
0: mm. yeah he's played before yeah yeah? No, okay. yeah yeah pretty sure exactly uh any other news you guys got that I didn't mention
1: I mean just on the topic of injuries, mussled back in training um, mm-hmm. he's not I don't think he's doing anything crazy yet, but he's swimming you know, he's, he's he's he's he's swimming he's you know <laughs> From the place that he's in without moving physically, he's still practicing shot saving and Uh left and right movement. So that's good. At least he's staying fresh from that side of things. So when his foot is better, he'll start jumping around. But they're saying he'll miss like one or two, I think two games. One is going to be a cup game and one is going to be a Super League game. And then he should be back.
0: So uh, Oh, yeah. About the roster, by the way, about the fixture. Um, So. So, tomorrow's the friendly against Alain Espor, the 26th of February at uh, 4 CET, European time. And the cup game against Basakshir supposedly would be on Tuesday, the 28th of February at 3 p.m. But I think it's not going to go through because I haven't seen any tickets on sale for that game at all. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that and after that of course we had the gazantep game on the 5th of march which is going to be an automatic win we'll get three points there and then our first official super league game will be on 11th of march that is actually confirmed so Uh, dude i thought we were playing next week um that's crazy dude we gotta wait two weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, if, I miss if, I, I Galsai. Yeah, it's going to be a bye week for us. Uh, it seems like it, it, even longer if we don't have the cup game, right? I don't know. Maybe they'll move it, things around. We'll see.
1: I don't know if this yeah. long, longer break is going to be a good thing or bad thing for us. But.
0: It's worrying, isn't it? Reminds us of the COVID break that we had. But, yes. Um, but we did go through that World Cup break,
2: which was just as long it seems, and we came out of it just fine, true. stronger
0: than bef- You know, usual, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I didn't have anything else uh, in my notes. As far as rumors go, no, but there was a
2: lot of discussion on on the media going around saying they won't, like people wanted a, a playoff system to be introduced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Sure. You know, no shot that's ever going to happen. Every I, time we are I, I ahead. can probably tell. Yeah, it's always, oh, we're for 10 points ahead or is it six or whoever is behind us. I, I can tell who or which club really wanted it because they complained about the three points given to us for both the hot and the Gazan tip games. I'm not going to mention who, but I guess most of y'all can probably guess that much. But yeah, it's, it's, it's, Expected, but I don't think anything like that would happen, especially during the middle of the season. I know there has been a you know tragic incident, but I don't think it'll be a, a concern if most people had that concern. Shouldn't be. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think that's about
0: it in terms of what we had. Yeah. The Tefefe president uh, denied also that playoff uh, rumor, by the way, I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then um, we can probably um, cut this episode short, and Yasin, I'd like you to close down and say goodbye. Eh? Yeah, you. You never done it so far.
1: Nah, I, I'll
0: leave that to you. um I, okay. I think you do a good job. Yasin, yeah. you never oh. take this uh,
2: opportunity. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll do it. To, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> okay. Before yeah. you do it, the most important news. I don't know if we mentioned, but we are the 69th official follow of Galatasaray English Twitter page. Did that's I mention crazy. It? Did I? Didn't I mention that before? I
1: think you, you only mentioned it on Twitter. You didn't mention it here.
0: Ah, okay. Well, it's pretty cool because uh, it's all football players, and then you see us. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: that dude, that's sick. It's it's like as you said, you go through their following and it's like official everything everything is official you know official pages uh players organizations and then it's so we're the official as down. well now then that is true yeah. True. <laughs> shout
2: out to the gs admin love you bro yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah he's a goat For sure god's right en uh page is awesome yeah if you're listening we appreciate
1: it <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, I guess that's away. a good way to end there right so again uh, everybody wh- what episode is this like 46 now yeah. I think 47 it's 46. been a wild ride Uh, we're well past a year since we started I think and you know we appreciate everybody who's been listening since the beginning we appreciate everybody who just started listening last week or the week before that the first or second episode every listening counts every feedback counts if you guys have anything that's on your mind that we think that you think we're doing wrong or right let us know on twitter on instagram if you like what we're doing just send a shout out some hearts you know some love we we appreciate that because we share that between ourselves and it gets us it keeps us moving um, at the end of the day we do this for each other and for fans just like us you know people like you guys so we appreciate it um, and again our hearts are out our thoughts are with the people in turkey those that are affected directly there and the people that are affected that are not there like you and me um everybody's in this together if if, if there's nothing else that you guys want to say you know john uh samet Emre, you guys can follow us on twitter on instagram at the lines Stand gs um and that's it we appreciate listening
0: thank you awesome man peace peace Yeah.